Yeah, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. All of it. Ready? Yeah. And now, from beautiful Austin adjacent Leander, Texas, the most prolific independent film entertainment movie podcast in history. <laughs> we talk shit about movies so you don't have to. His name's Clarkson. It is. My name is Jim. And we are the Film Thugs. Barbaric! And shit's about to get live. Ah, man. Oh, god damn. I do love, I do love something that's just this unrepentantly cheesy musically. You know, well, that's us. Like, yeah, this is how it goes. Yeah. This is what works. Watched some Metal Mania the other night, and they actually yeah. played different videos. They had a, what? They had a Crocus video that was, uh, um. There, there was like some chick murdering people at night, and there were all the photographs. Is the midnight, no night? St- wait, wait. Uh, uh, ah, it's on my fucking list. Mm-hmm. Uh, night wolf. No, it's a different one. Damn, That's uh, a good one though. All I know is the lead singer looks like the big ragu from uh, Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> Mark Scaracci. I was very surprised to find out they were Australian because they do not look. Australian. They look well, he certainly doesn't look no, Australian. No, not inside. The rest of the band, you could probably yeah, say, kind of do. You, yeah. you, you kind of squint and say, yeah. yeah you can see some sure. Australianity there. Yeah, but no. No, not at all. Not at all. All right. Well, hey, again, we are the Film Flakes. Please, yeah. if you haven't already, rate and review us on iTunes. Please do. Check out our website at www.thefilmflakes.com. Yeah. You can call us at 512 666 RAND or at the underscore film underscore thugs. On Skype. You want to buy things? Yeah. Go, go, go to Amazon via our link. Yeah. Click on one of our links on our website. Go to Amazon. They pay us. Uh, I've got to hook something up for the uh, uh, the stinking paws. I actually I recorded a thing for him yesterday because it was totally just a... Mi- they were talking about James Elroy. You know, mm-hmm. Charlie is a huge James Elroy fan. I was like, gotcha. well, here, here's a story about when I met James Elroy. Right. So uh, listen to the singing pause, and you can hear my little yes, bit on that. As well, you should anyway. Yeah. It's a really good show. I was kind of like, the, it's one of those things. I was I was emailing Scott yesterday, and how doing a podcast like they started out really strong, mm-hmm. like really good. But having done this as long as we have, it's like I can hear the little differences where it's like, oh, okay, you guys are really comfortable and secure, and you figured out who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and it takes like 50 episodes. I mean, how long did it take us before we stumbled onto what we really were? To to the brilliance of the show. Yeah. To, to <laughs> the show the, is to this? To, before to, we got here? Yeah, before we... To you, this level? When we, before we were this polished, <laughs> before you know? Before we got to sewer before, level. Yeah. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. But prior to moving out of the uh, address of the Morlocks. Yes. I'd say it was it was at least 60, 70 episodes. Yeah, yeah. Before we realized, why are we making lists? Yeah. We don't talk in lists. Exactly. The list thing, and that was one that kind of happened by accident, where yeah. you were like, I have no fucking idea yeah, what to ac- put on We'll this call thing. it accident. Yeah. We'll also <laughs> yeah. call it Clarkson going, I don't know. I have no fucking idea what this is. I don't know, I don't know is. why I'm doing this. Yeah. I don't know. Who am I? What? Right. what, what? And so it's just, all right, and let's- Jim going- Look, motherfucker. <laughs> this is there's something this here. This is a fucking show, and you're gonna fucking enjoy it. Now make with the laughs, you well, fucking prick. <laughs> and what I noticed too was having lists where we did them in order because we did the first fifty or sixty episodes, and <laughs> this the, is my number one. Yes, and what sucked with that is we we always did it where we didn't coordinate our lists ahead of time because it was yeah. more natural. And when like my number one was your number eight, it was like fuck. 
okay, well, this this blows all that shit down. Yeah, so yeah. we just screw that. That doesn't work. But it's really cool seeing when you, you know, find what works. And it's never, it, it's rarely an ah moment. It's a bunch of little things yeah. that kind of connects together. But really what it comes down to is just having somebody that you have a good rapport with and talk well with. That helps. And uh, yeah, the good back and forth. What's funny is I still remember a review that we got years ago saying, oh, these guys just agree all the time. Why don't they just, you know, dug on each other and disagree? Like, well, because when we do disagree, we don't argue about it because it's the fucking point. No. I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm not trying to prove myself right. I am... Uh, no. <laughs> both both of us we are... Both, we both go... Well, okay. Okay, yeah, we have both become Mycroftian. Oh, God, in, it, in, in its purity. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I think you're wrong. Okay. All right, that's fine. Well, aren't you going to argue about it? No. Why? No. I don't care. I can be in a room full of people that I disagree with mm-hmm. fundamentally yes. about things that they believe and care about. Yeah. You'd never know. Nope. Because nope. I'm not rude. Yeah. Yeah. Generally speaking. Generally speaking, yeah. Here I can be, because yeah. that's what this is for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what kind of amazes me? We were talking a little bit about this earlier. We are about to embark on a presidential election that I don't think anybody really gives a shit about. But Rick Perry and uh, what's-his-face, Scott Walker are out. Oh. Didn't you notice? No one else did. No, uh-uh. No. Nah. It's uh, South Park did a great one about this where Canada built a wall to keep America out, and it turned out they had elected a Donald Trump type for president to their prime ministership. Mm -hmm. And uh, it ends with him being, uh, I guess the term is raped to death. Oh. Hmm. You know? Well, that happens in Canada. It does. It does. Little known fact. Yeah. Uh, You rob the people the wrong way in Canada, you get raped to death. I don't make the rules. They are the country of the Starlight Tours. Have you heard of that? Yes. Yes. For those who don't know, a Starlight Tour is, and th- this was done, th- a bunch of police in Canada were convicted of this, where it's like if they found a Native American who was drunk and a little disorderly, they would drive them in the middle of a Canadian winter to the edge of town, out in the middle of nowhere, let them out, say, walk back to town. And the only reason these came to light was because one guy didn't die, <laughs> actually got to safety. So. Bye. Mm-hmm. Very fucked up. Yeah. Very fucked yeah. up place. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, honestly, even the people I work with who are like diehard, you know, in their 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 Democrat, uh, they're even like, Whatever. I don't give a shit. <laughs> who do we? <laughs> you, what what was it going to be? The, the the folks that are there basically were at a point where it's they're going to go with <laughs> Biden just because. Okay. It's, it's to the point now where you hear Biden doing his. You know, Biden shtick. You're yeah. like, you know what? You dumb bastard. Let's just put you there. Yeah. At least I know you won't blow anything up. Right. And the people that are really in charge, you know, they, uh-huh. you, you can go out there and make people feel good. And that's right. old Joe and X, Y, and Z, what have you. Yeah. Uh, at least you're not going to try anything. Yeah. You're just yeah. going to be Joe. Yeah. Yep. That's just Joe being Joe. An You'll amiable be dunce in the office. Feeling people up and... Inappropriately touch. Yeah, that's fine. Go Fuck it. it. That yeah. sounds good to me. It Do sounds it. fine to me. Yeah. What are you? What? 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 You're gonna push it far, further left? Yeah. Okay. Let's give that a shot. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, it'll give all the people on the right and then the polemics, polemicists, some more to write about. Right. Right. Fuck. <sighs> fine. Sounds fine. So my candidate's not gonna win, so who cares? <laughs> Don't have one. Mm-hmm. So 
Uh, it's, I'm it's, uh, it's, completely unrepresented. Right. Lucky you. Mm-hmm. Lucky people. Speaking of people that were elected and by human means, good time Jorge was in the country. <laughs> and I've given a lot of shit yeah. to the new pope, off the air and on air, right. uh, about this about this guy. Mm-hmm. But I listened to a lot of his speeches and his uh, addresses, rather. Yeah. This week, and I have come to a, a realization. Yes. And I may have to eat a little crow on this, but mm-hmm. I'm willing to. Um, Pope Francis sounds like Fred the Elephant Boy when he's speaking English. He sounds like the guy, like David Cross and that dude in the wheelchair. <laughs> a little and bit. Satan. I am, I it's because I am lazy. Well, I'm lazy. I like people to perform a bestiality. <laughs> I heard it on the radio. I was like, uh, oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Mm. This guy's Fred the Elephant Boy. What? what it's I, a fact. What I love. Are we are we are we about to have a, qu- a clip of it or uh, no? Oh, oh. I uh, was going to say further, the Pope. Oh, all jokes aside, yes, I did find that little um, thing he had with little Sophie Cruz to be very heartwarming and very cool. That that was. What? There's no business like show business like no hey. business. What I happened? Hey, what happened? What happened? Everything about what it is, is appealing. Everything the traffic will allow. Did you hit that? No. Way no. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> 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 just such utter horseshit. Mm-hmm. It was like Wag the Dog, the movie. Right. Like, what? Is this happening? Mm-hmm. Is this actually happening? <laughs> is he in on it? Because if he isn't, well, <laughs> uh, that's just too bad. Mm-hmm. If he is, I almost admire it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, present day Jonathan Price, mm-hmm. you're doing a great job. <laughs> Drink it in. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, it, what I love most about it is how it, it is. He is the, the way people are reacting to him is the epitome, the epitome, if the you will, epitome, yes. of. Uh, cherry picking quotes. Holy shit! Because the people who are uh, see the Pope said this. Yeah, he also he also said this. Yeah, but he said this. Okay, so if you're pushing that, then you, if you're saying we need to accept that, and because he said that, we should. But then you also these other things too. But he said this. Yes, came out against our harmful harmful habit of air conditioning. Mm-hmm. It's true, Sandy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. You know, hey, yeah. it's uh. <laughs> somebody had to. <laughs> yes. At long last, God, long last, somebody had to. God, all the problems this world is facing. Yeah. How about this one? We can't make money on those other ones, Clark. Oh, uh, I see you. There it is. Cue the Ethel Merman again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do you, do you ever wonder why those old men sit on the porch in the South and they just keep drinking and yeah. staring off into the lawn? Like, what are they thinking about? Mm. What he's thinking about is this. Everything is so fake. Yeah. I wonder if that that tree is even real as he clinks his glass. Uh-huh. Wow. 
And also what huh. what some of them are thinking is, if I had central air conditioning, I would be I would, inside yeah, right now. I'd be now. inside right now. But. Fuck this outdoors nonsense. Ugh. So I, I like there are very few parts of the year where I'll go outside other than to cook. Here's what's weird about me. The only times I go outside during the summer is either to m- mow the lawn yeah. or to stand next to a fire pit surrounded by fire torches. Makes sense to me. Because my yard is insecty as fuck. So I have, like my patio is literally surrounded by citronella torches that I yeah. have going constantly. And I'm next to it. And I do my fire hot and I cook the meat quick. But I fuck it. That is that is like a five six hundred degree yeah. fire blasting next. It to makes me. all the sense in the world because you give yeah. it up to that. You know, mm-hmm. you know you're going to sweat. You mm-hmm. don't really care. Put your beer on ice. Yeah. And just drink it in. Yes, yes, yes. Drink it in. Drink it in. Drink it in. Yeah. These nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But yeah, sitting out. It's uh, Pope. When you're, when you're. Ju- Good time, good time, Jorge. There he is. Look, when 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 your job entails more than you know, sitting and standing once or twice, (laughs) and come and talk to me, sir. In the country of immigrant, you mean uh, country of British and Dutch? You're going to hell. Mm. Vatican City has the strictest <laughs> immigration policy in the world. Let them in there. Yeah, come on. Maybe they you've can got, sleep on gilded beds. You, you've got the fucking money. I've been there. That room that has every Michelangelo <laughs> painting ever, maybe just sell half of them. Uh, Howard. <laughs> uh, I was wondering for the paper. Like, sure, why not? Why Whatever. Not? Whatever. Thank you, Emperor of Make Believe. Who else can we bring up here? <laughs> I will give him some of the shit he's doing. Cool. Sure. Awesome. Whatever. Taking ownership for shit that the church should have. Okay. Is he? Eh, kind of, I guess. <laughs> sort of. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I haven't paid attention. You've been around a long time. Uh-huh. We did a lot of stuff. Look, man. Look, the people that touch your, your, your nephew, Wee Wee, he move around. We change his name. See him, no here. You see him, you find him, you say, Papa, no, happy with you. No. (laughs) No. What would make me happiest? No. (laughs) There he is. No funciona internet. He addresses the people. What I uh, would love is if we had a Pope that just straight up sounded like Chico Marx. We got to have a good time here. Hey, yeah. look, you. You don't stand it up when we <laughs> that. We should have elected Father Guido Sarducci years ago. Years ago. Oh, God, I would have been all over that. <laughs> oh. And have him keep his name. Yeah. Pope Guido Sarducci. Pope Guido Sarducci. <laughs> it's, it's such a great character. It, it is. is such a Fantastic. great fucking character. I haven't seen him in ages. <laughs> no, I hope, he's, uh, I hope he's good. His fucking outfit is just the best big hat. <laughs> that that, that was sunglasses. just one comedian who was like, I'm trying to figure out a way to just go on when he can't, did you ever see when he was doing products on Weekend Update and he yeah. came up with Mr. T? He said, uh, Mr. Coffee is a very, so this is called Mr. T. <laughs> and it's just a funnel that's being held. You pour your hot water in there and it goes into the glass. <laughs> it works good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, Sally, like, we are just in this. UT got fucked yesterday. We're going to take a moment because. Let's I, go on to things that matter. Yeah, things that matter. Um, when there are 
questionable penalties that cost one team two touchdowns, an interception, and give up 30, 30 yards wow. in the last minute to put the other team in field goal range to put them ahead. It, 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 it starts to feel, huh? I showed you those two penalties. Yeah, yeah. Is defensive holding on a run play possible? <laughs> apparently so. Yeah, apparently so. Apparently, if you let the defensive men hold you, it's really your fault. Right. You were asking yeah, for it. Yeah, look at the way you were dressed. Yeah, and if an ump or a ref shoulder checks you, you'll get called for unsportsmanlike conduct. Mm-hmm. Like, there are slow motion gifts of, from multiple angles of that happening, and it's like, Motherfucker leans into Strong, hits him, and then does the, what, 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 what happened? Yeah, he apparently went to the Spanish soccer player school of acting. Um, <laughs> there's Hope showed me a great gift the other day. It was a, a goalie performs a minor miracle, and there's this player on the ground doing, you know, the, oh, oh, oh yeah. rolling around. And the goalie puts one hand on his shoulder, the other on his knee, and lifts him up. And the guy, boom, legs underneath him, walking like, what, what do you do? Oh, yeah, no, you're, you're done for. Yeah, yeah. As I said, in America, it's soccer, I get it, it's popular around the world. But when you have a sport where a guy can be carried off the field on a stretcher, and then a minute and a half later sprint <laughs> back out, uh, it's, it's, we're it's, not really going to go for that. It's curious. Yes, it's WWE level yeah, at that point. Yeah. At least you know. <sighs> yeah, we got boomed yesterday. So, bully, 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 good times for all. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, is there anything else happening in the world? Uh, not so much. Not so much. Yeah, nothing that's interesting. Everything, like, all I'm hoping is that what's happening with this election right now gets people out of this fucking. It's not going to because the internet has turned us all into a bunch of just relentless assholes. I really want this to be an election that gets us to go, hey, maybe let's stop being so shitty to each other all the time. Not a chance. Not a chance in hell. Nope. Absolutely not going to nope. happen. Nope. Right up there with the, the blood moons. Yeah. Nope. No. no. What's going to happen with the blood moon? Nothing. 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 The moon's going to look a little different. Not a thing. Yeah. That's that's what you have to know. There's a slight aesthetic difference. Nothing. Perchance the tides will be slightly affected. Maybe. 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 But, uh... Uh-huh. Yeah. Or do you live in a landlocked region? Yes. Then... Uh, Nothing. The moon will look different. I'm going to have some uh, cake for dessert tonight. Really? That's about it. That's oh, different. Uh, you're going to have cake? Fuck yeah. Interesting call. That's damn right. I don't object to it. I'm just... <laughs> just a little puzzled. Wow. It's weird. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, the not smoke. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> the store. You uh, the the not smoking has really opened up your uh. Yeah, it opened up your, your sugar. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, hey, you should really uh, have more of this. Yeah, anything containing this substance, you mm-hmm. should probably eat it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yes, it, it'll make you bigger, but who gives a fuck? Who cares? We're old enough that no, doesn't matter. Vanity doesn't really have a place in our no, lives anymore. No, 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 no cardio. Just lift weights and eat sugar. Yeah. That's yeah. all I do now. It's just <laughs> that's it. That's yeah. it. That's it. Sometimes and I go this. to work, but you know, yeah. Mainly just lifting weights, and eating sugar. <laughs> big pile. Come on, of big, once I saw a blimp. That. Yeah. Yeah, me. Just uh, <laughs> just have bag, big bag of sugar. We're nowhere near as big as we were when we started the show. No, but you know. Yeah. It it makes for a better story. Right. You can just imagine. Oh, blamages. we're so huge. Just, we're yeah. just we're sitting here like. Brr, brr. 
I wash myself with rag on a stick. Uh, so rags on sticks. Yes, Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. We are watching right now Criterion Spine Number Fifty Seven, Charade, or Charade. as I call it, the best Hitchcock movie Hitchcock didn't make. Yeah, uh, it is in all aspects. This is a fucking fantastic film. It is a fun romp. It really is. I wish we could we we, we could watch it with a commentary because Stanley Donen. And the screenwriter, the director and screenwriter, yeah, actually give us a fucking commentary track on this, That's which cool. is kind of badass. I'd actually listen to that. Yeah, totally. Apparently, Peter Stone and he had a partner um, when they wrote the original script. And I can't uh-huh. remember what it was called. The Wife Vanishes, The Husband Vanishes. I can't remember. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. And um, they couldn't get it any traction selling the uh, screenplay. Right. So Peter Stone then turned it into a novel. Ah, yes. And, yeah. and then shopped it around. Yeah. People like, oh my God, what a wonderful novel. Yes, that should really be this. made into a film. Uh, well, what I'll, do you know? I'll tell you, we'll, work, we'll work on the script. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Work on that. Uh. And then they tailored it to uh, the stars that were attached uh, to the production, which really helped. Cary Grant didn't want to do it because he was like, my character, I am 25 years older than this yeah. woman. I look like a fucking creep. So they rewrote it where they gave all of his sexy dialogue to her. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And what I love is his statement after making the movie, all I want for Christmas is to make another movie with Audrey Hepburn. Sure. He didn't get to, but as I said before we started watching this, I told you that quote and I was like, Audrey Hepburn is like Grace Kelly. If you're not kind of in love with her. Yeah. Gay, straight, man, oh, woman, doesn't matter. doesn't matter. If there's not a part of you that is kind of in love with her, then that's like there, there, there was something lacking in your upbringing. You, you don't have something that. Something probably happened to you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it really. She is a wonderful. Like everything about her, she has such a charisma. Mm-hmm. So there's something charming. about her. She's charming, and you cannot take your eyes off of her. Yeah. Uh, Cary Grant is fantastic as well. Of course, because he's fucking Cary Grant. Uh, Coburn, George Kennedy, Walter Matthau. This is. For the time, this is one of those all-star cats. That little troll guy from the Rebel set. Yeah, that fucking angry. Hey, that's a mad watch. Hey, boys. Where do I get a nice piece of fish? I just want a nice piece of fish. (laughs) It's Paris. You people know how to cook, right? That guy. Right? Uh, So this, I think, this was remade as a movie called The Trouble with Charlie. The truth about Charlie. The truth about Charlie. With it was so bad, apparently. Yeah. Well, Peter Stone hated it so much. Uh-huh. He said, you can't have my name on the story. <laughs> he story. He changed it to a, to something else, like a name one of Cary Grant's other characters and something else. Really? But no. You, nope. 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 not have me on there. No, yeah. no, no, no. It was also remade again in se- a loose remake in 79 with Jeff Bridges and uh, Farrah Fawcett. Uh-huh. And in Japan, it was called Charade 79. Okay. It has another name in the West, but I can't remember. Oof. So, yeah, you had uh, Mark Wahlberg and <laughs> Fandy Newton with Tim Robbins and a bunch of people, not not a whole lot of folks that are jumping out at me as, oh, wow, they're really great. Just a kind of uh, uh, a bunch of folks. I've only seen parts of The Truth About Charlie. Uh-huh. Um. If you were to take charade and take all of the charm and fun out of it, uh huh, and try to make it serious, yeah, you probably have that film. Oh, and I'm not saying that they ruin too much of the movie with the cover. 
Wow. But okay. they kind of ruin everything about the movie with the cover. Uh, this is one of those films I like because in watching it a second time and knowing how what 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 shakes out and how, yeah. the foreshadowing is beautiful. Now, here's the thing about with the truth about Charlie. I might have watched it, but I don't remember. That's a shame. The, the time it came out was when I believe I was uh, I was living with E. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. This came out in 2002. Yes. It is wholly possible that I got this from Netflix and just have no recollection of it. Yeah. I was drinking a lot back in those <laughs> days because... Yeah. Uh, did because I e. mention I was living with E? Um, yeah. But yeah, Mark Wahlberg was first off way too young for the part. Yeah. Uh, he did not have the the right anything. He was too young to, to be believable in that kind of role. Thandie Newton could have been great in it. I could see Thandie Newton doing that. The problem there is when you're filling shoes, there are certain actresses and actors that you got to be like, oh, no, I'm not going to try that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't envy. Yeah. We want you to... Don't envy that job. Yeah, we want we want you to just play a part that was made famous by one of the most unquestionably beloved stars in the history of Hollywood. If this breaks out, we're going to do a remake of Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because gonna... that'll work out. Uh huh. We'll have you do that, and then uh, then you're going to play uh, George in It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, and uh, Moses and the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then you're going to round it out with Atticus Finch. Yeah, I because it'll work out just fine. Yeah, yeah. It, she. This is like the quintessential Audrey Hepburn role. Yeah. Because she is very, I don't know. It's hard to describe. How do you describe Audrey Hepburn in a movie? I know this uh, without just fawning over yourself for how wonderful she was. Effortless charm. Yes. Yes. Completely and utterly effortless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You just imagine a camera just showed up. Yeah. That's how she is. Mm-hmm. Cary Grant is the same way. Yeah. But Cary Grant is also Cary Grant. Yeah. And you yeah. get the feeling that he certainly can't be like this off camera. No, he just not can't at all. Be, not yeah. all the time. Yeah. There's got to be a slight difference. Mm-hmm. Like when you hear Tom Hanks being interviewed in real life, right. quote unquote. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I can I can see this a little different. Right. Yeah, a little bit different. Than a yeah. lot of his character. Mm-hmm. And there tends to be a certain cadence. And These are blasting calves. <laughs> These are blasting calves. Do not play with them. Play baseball. <laughs> It's if not. You, it's not bad. It's no, just different. No, it's different. Yeah, but I don't see that with Audrey Hepburn. I see just yeah. that's how it is. Yeah, it's her voice mm-hmm. more than anything else. Right, like James Coburn, as we said. Right, he's cool because of his voice. Mm-hmm. It's fucking fact. Yeah, you'd be too if you had that voice. Oh God, if I talked, it, it's <laughs> sort of like Todd, uh, not Todd Berry. Uh, uh, was it Je- it's not Todd Berry. <laughs> not Todd Berry. No, who's that? Uh, Matt Berry who, oh, okay. uh, from. Dark place. Yeah. If I yes. could talk like that, I would yes. never stop yeah. talking. Absolutely. Am I holding a crock of shit? <laughs> if I could talk like Matt Berry, blood. literally constant. Blood. Blood. Her blood. Her blood. Blood. And piss, piss. and shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. The first time I saw that, I was like, Clarkson <laughs> is going to love this. I, within the, the first, first time, five yeah. seconds. Oh, the first time I saw it. Oh, Jesus. Like, oh, my God. You, it no, was I'd so be good. Inconsolable in, in that condition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and when he turned to the camera. Oh, my God. Perfect. Anyway, <laughs> Guard Marenghi's Dark Place. Yes. Look check it out. Kids. 
But yeah, Coburn. It's her, it, it's her voice. Yeah, it draws you in, mm-hmm. and you hang on each syllable. She's the girl from high school that everybody was in love with, but never went. You know, she was the the, the absolute girl next door. Yeah, uh, someone you grew up with. I'm not going to say their name on the show. You know my feelings. Like her. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like everyone who knows her is a little bit of a crush on her. Sure. Not huge, but just because. No, but if something. <laughs> Ba- if someone said something to her yeah. in the wrong way, you want to break. Yeah, you'd be like, "Okay, motherfucker, this is." And on. not yeah. because you thought that would win you anything. Other no, than uh-uh. that. that's what you do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This is her. You fucking yes. Yeah, what's you, wrong with you? You're not being fucking Gary about it. You're yeah. being, you know, fucking Gary. <laughs> fucking Gary. It's again. Yeah. Which he was in one of the Friday the Thirteenth. When saying, we yeah. say Gary for the new listeners out there, we mean Gary from the Last American Virgin, uh, the prequel to a killer. Yes. Yes, absolutely the prequel to a killer. Yeah, to a uh, this is my design. Yes. Killing oh. brunette girls mm-hmm. in the anyway. <clears throat> Gary, that actor. Yeah. Is also in a Friday the 13th, I believe, The New Blood. Uh-huh. And I happened to just turn on the television yesterday. Uh-huh. Randomly. Right. It was just happened to be on sci-fi and mm-hmm. it just happened to be at the scene where that guy's character is forcing himself on a woman. <laughs> Because, because you know, Gary. That's what Gary does. He actually plays Gary in a, in a season of 24. He was in one episode and played a character named Gary. Gary? Uh-huh. Of course. Yeah. Of course he did. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find which Friday, just because I want to make sure which Friday the 13th he's in because... I think it's the New Blood. I think it's the one with the girl that has psychic powers, but I could be wrong. I, I, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I just wish everything he was in, he just played or a maybe character it's the named final Gary. Chapter. Shit, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, well, they all uh, the final. It is the final chapter. Final yes, chapter. he go. plays Ted. Yeah, mm-hmm. fucking Ted. Uh, <laughs> came out to yeah. It, it, what's he, the year after that? He played fucking Ben in Mask. The comedy. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. The. The great, and I found out that the chick who was who was into him in Last American Virgin was actually on Twin Peaks. Oh yeah, yeah, she popped up in Twin Peaks. Uh, Last American Virgin. We did a full commentary about that movie. Mm-hmm. It is, it's it is a movie that we are sort of designed because of everything to look at one way, but when you for it is much like the Karate Kid. If you think for a second and realize what's actually happening, it's like, oh, so the hero of this is a fucking creep. You don't. You look. Look. You may have to dig for Karate Kid. Yeah. Maybe you're out there and just don't have eyes to see. Right. I understand. Karate Kid. I you can. You may uh, yeah. say, okay, okay. You got to dig a little bit for right. Karate Kid. You, right. the, the cues are a little more subtle. Yeah. The hints is a little uh, harder to find. Yeah. There's a little more of a stretch. Mm-hmm. Taint ninny. No. In Last American Virgin. None. He takes the air out of her tires. Uh-huh. Yeah. LaRusso didn't do that. No. She, no, he didn't. Like he For didn't, all his faults. He didn't, like, set up a situation. The shit that, that he, like, this is my design. Fuck. That's, the shit that he does just to get close to her, that's something yes. that a, a serial killer could be like. Yes. You know what? You owe me all. <laughs> Gary is yeah. the dragon. Yeah. yeah. If, if I take the air out of her tires... Then she'll have to get into my car with right. me. And it's one of those where... It's immediately, by yeah. the way. It's not like they set up Gary where he's a good kid uh, on his no. side. It's mm. almost immediate. Yeah. And here, and the thing is, throughout <clears throat> that movie, we're, we're going off on Last American for a minute, yeah. so deal with it. Deal with the it. thing that I go back to on it, 
his friend goes after her, uh, goes after the girl that yeah. he's into, and does basically what Gary was planning on doing, which is, you know, a nail and bail type situation. Yeah. I don't know if Gary was going after the nail and bail. Yeah, that's true. That's he true. He did show up um, with a, an entire Christmas tree and a whole bag of oranges. Yeah. After paying for her abortion. With stolen goods with that stolen are not goods. mentioned. From his family. Yeah, that his family never mentions. Um, what's funny is he comes with a bunch of shit that he could buy without getting out of his car in Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> pretty much. But, but here's the thing. It's so pathetic. We're supposed to be like, oh my God, his friend's going after the girl he likes. Did he ever tell his friend, hey, I, I really like this chick? Nope. He doesn't? Huh. Not once. Wait, wait, wait. Not once. Why wouldn't you do that if you're really good friends and he's a friend who has attempted to help you with women many times? Just you're say, supposed to know. Yeah. He, he, I want him to want to do the dishes, Jim. <laughs> Don't offer me a glass of water. Say, I too know what it is like to be thirsty. <laughs> I have experienced a dry mouth. <laughs> Don't just fix the problem. Yeah, if he just said, "Hey, dude, so yeah, there's this really chick after okay. her. She's, there's this chick I really, really like. It's this girl with really curly uh, uh, hair with a lot of hairspray in it. Uh-huh. She's built like Mowgli from the Jungle Book. <laughs> That's my gal. Yeah, That's the one for me. His not, buddy would have been like, Not the nerdy one it. with glasses with... Uh, um, you know, that's built like a, a female. Yeah. I'm after this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm, brother. Yes. Matthew Broderick with a wig. <laughs> and she, yeah. she was on I Was There Too. That woman is so actressy. Yeah, she's so actressy. She's prettier than Matthew Broderick. Yes. Just. <laughs> Marginally, Marginally so. so. Marginally anyway. so. Uh, how did we get on that? I don't know. Gary. No, this is the way this fucking thing goes. Show's free. What do you want? <laughs> Oh man, that's our Patreon uh, special thing. If you want a show where we don't go into tangents, you yeah, have to pay for you it. You have to pay for it. Our goal on pa- it's funny they asked us to put a goal on Patreon, right. and I think I put ours at ten million dollars because <laughs> I was like, neither one of us ever want to work again. And that's I think goal. ten million dollars we can hook that up. Yeah, that should just about cover mm-hmm. it. five mil a piece. Even if we got to shell out taxes on it, two point five mil each. We we're, we we're will good. be able to live this lifestyle for the rest without working for the rest of our lives. Easy. We'd actually be able to live a better lifestyle than we do. Fine with me for the rest of our lives. Fine with me because I mean you think about that two point five mil. You're looking at twenty five years at a hundred hundred thousand dollars a year. At that point, I'm going to be what sixty five. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. At that point. Yeah, you know, we'll both be in our mid sixties. At a certain point, I'm just going to walk out into the wilderness. Yeah. Oh, you're going to do have that a big thing. party, and then uh-huh. me and I walk out into the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you should do. Yeah. So going to be a so, burden. Yeah, Ten million dollars. And uh I believe we did get our first donation. It was Chad. Hey. Yes. yes. Look at you, Chad. Thank you very I much. I'm I'm saying that, but I'm going, wait a minute. What was so yeah, Chad. I'm Chad wondering if, up. if we should set ten up something bucks. like um I don't know, get like ten t shirts made for people that will donate an X amount of dollars. Ooh. So we can finally get that film thug shirt made on the back. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be proud of being a thug, film or otherwise. <laughs> Quote by Bill. Yeah, Bill. Bill. And That's then, all, Bill. And, Sorry. And, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then on the front, have it say, uh, white slave owner has to do some work. Fucker. <laughs> Jim's review. <laughs> right. Gone with the wind. <laughs> what have you? <laughs> 
that's it, actually. Find your favorite quote, and that's, that's your level. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what we'll make the T-shirt out of. Yeah, at, at a certain level. It could be level. one of th- something Jim said, I yeah. said, whatever. <laughs> Find your quote. And uh, and uh, we'll have the little film thugs thing on, like, uh, one corner of the front, and the uh, back is the quote of your choice, uh-huh. depending on how much you donate. Yeah. We'll make this happen. We can make this happen. Boom. Golden. Yeah. Golden, sirs. And yeah, the goal, $10 million, so that we don't ever have to work again. Here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that we don't have to hit that amount to be able to get the money. <laughs> because oh, yeah, that, 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 that would, would fucking suck. suck. Well, you made two grand. What? <laughs> well, it's cool, so we can get that. No. No, no, you said No, no, no. Million. No, you can't. So, so. No, he's got to figure out how to redeem this shit. And uh, yeah, he's, he bought 10, bu- 10 bucks. This should be enough to get you to a six or a something decent from specs. That's true. So yeah, we're going to. We'll sure. get that. We'll go buy a $10 sixer at Specs and Sounds good. Or will be wonderful. we can go to uh, Wine and More. The new place just opened up over there by the Lake Line. Uh-huh. Because Specs decided, eh, we don't want any money. Yeah. No, who needs that? But it's basically Specs. Okay, okay. So. See, there was a time when we could take that 10 bucks and we could got fucking 24 delicious big flats. That's true. And drank all of them on a show. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes, sir. I, you know what's, you, you know what I like. I'm gonna check out the smoothness of this segue. You know what I like about Audrey Hepburn? She seems like the kind of lady take out to a nice dinner, or if we were just sitting around, hey, I'm gonna grill some fajitas and we're gonna drink big flat. She'd be like, that sounds wonderful. Let's do it. like she'd be down. Yeah, it's what I love about Miss Hepburn. Yeah. Uh, again, it's I, I can't wrap my head around the idea of somebody not adoring her. I can see if you weren't just completely enraptured by her, mm-hmm. but I don't see someone saying, oh, that oh, fucking that Audrey Hepburn. Uh, I have to see that face and listen to that voice again. One uh, more time. Yeah. I, oh, my God. To the moon, Alice. To the moon, Alice. I'll punch no, I, you in the I fucking mouth. Yeah. yeah. That, that yeah, you're right. That It would not happen. It's effortless and charming. Yeah. It's just wonderful. Mm. She's delightful. Yeah, she is delightful. Now... Uh, this is a movie that's in the public domain. So if we wanted to, we could literally play the entirety of it. We could. Right now. It became so, public domain the day it was released. Yeah, because someone didn't put a uh, a uh, um, copyright notice on it. Oh my. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the entirety. <laughs> God damn. No, that would that would be awful of us. It's a great movie, but you need the, the visuals are really yeah, good yeah. in it, too. So, what we're talking about here is a movie where Audrey Hepburn uh, starts out with her on a ski vacation, mm-hmm. finds out her husband, uh, she wants to divorce her husband. I'm not, I'm not in love with him, so she's going to divorce him. She comes home, back to Paris, and finds everything in her apartment is gone. Then finds out your husband sold all of it at an auction, got a check for a quarter of a million dollars, which today would be two million dollars. Mm-hmm. And uh, then went and got himself perished. Yeah. He is dead, thrown off of a train. Uh, she goes to talk to the cops. Like, here's all that he had on him. Uh, an envelope stamped, but, uh, an, a letter to you stamped but not mailed. Uh, toothbrush, tooth powder, uh, the blah, 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 this, that. And like five passports from right. different countries. So things right off the bat get a little curious. Hmm. Now, uh, Cary Grant had made contact with her whilst on her vacation and follows her back to Paris because she was uh, she was she was dogging him a little bit right off the bat. She was interested. She little was bit, she was yeah. down with him. A little, she kind of she bit. she did the uh, verbal equivalent of pulling his pigtails. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. 
She's like, yeah, you should call me when you're in Paris. Yeah. I'm in the book. Look it up, baby. Ding-a-ling-ding. <laughs> and uh, um, I mean, ring-a-ding-ding. No, Little no. Cool. Ding-a-ling-dong. Ding-a-ling-dong. Thump. Yes. And we're good to go. It's... <sighs> It's the kind of like like naughty interplay that we don't have anymore. No, no. The the, the you have to have two charming people do that. To yeah, make it work. yeah. The innu innuendo, innuendo has been replaced with innuendo. Yes, in American uh, yes. In, in cinema nowadays not in just, general. Not just two um, monosyllabic fucking models. Yeah, saying a few words before they rut. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Ath- that's what's happening. Boning, athletically boning, boning, brew. one of another. Bang, um, he's nuts. <laughs> see, all I can think is nowadays this movie will get into the hands of somebody who will uh, not totally Michael Bay it, but try to Michael Bay it, and despite the fact that it's something that doesn't really have the elements there's for no, that, there's no need for yeah. a Michael Bay situation. Yeah, for this. no. <clears throat> we save that for. The giant robot alien explosion war right. action thing. That's where you need the genius yeah. that is Michael Bay. Yes. He's a fucking genius. He is a fucking genius. If, if Kurt Russell is the, our uh, patron saint, uh-huh. then this guy's a deity in our in our. Uh, yeah, he re- whatever. He really in fucking our pantheon is. of gods. Of what what show, of his his, sta- right his statement? Yes. Wow. So I make movies fourteen year old boys like. So so sue me. Oh no. Oh no. Not that. That means that someone else is going to take him, so I've got his ticket and yours. Yeah. And they got nothing to do, so they're going to go a couple times. So, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got an idea. We're going to make dinosaurs into robots that turn into cars. Fuck, sounds You're great. a fucking genius. <laughs> You're a fucking genius. That's great. <laughs> oh, man. I can't call upon that. Yeah. Then he possesses me and oh, we're yeah. off for another half hour that, of that. That right there... Um, I can't your, call upon him. Your Michael Bay impression received a lot of praise. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it and th- you're, you're very kind yeah. out there if you liked it. Though. You're a fucking cheater, <laughs> uh, space dementia. I lost. I lost time. I don't Boy, remember it. So completely it black. So I can't look back at it and remember anything I did. I yeah. Blacked out. Uh-huh. Michael Bay became <laughs> me. And yes. Became you were become Michael Bay yes. destroyer of worlds. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oppenheimer woke up and went. That's oh, what I meant. Oh Jesus. That. So. Uh, the charm in this is that it is so lo-fi. I mean, this movie has an analog hiss all <laughs> yeah. the way through it. Yeah. To quote Rollins, where he's like, yeah. no, man, Sabbath and Led Zeppelin, they sound better with that analog hiss. Yes. This is one of those movies that needs that. Even remastering it is in mono. Yeah, even it's the credits. fucking mono. Just, they, there's no real tie-in to anything going on in the film no. or the opening credits. And the music, I mean, yeah, it's Henry Mancini, and that's yeah. always delightful. Right. Other than, oh, okay, well, she's delightful. Henry Mancini's music's delightful. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, let's make this happen. How about some wacky colors? Yeah. Why? Because it's whatever year uh, it was, 1963. Yeah. That's why. I forgot who it was who, who did the design, but the whole time I'm like, Saul Bass. It wasn't <laughs> Saul Bass, but it might as right. fucking well have been yeah. Saul Bass, because it was Saul Bass. It's just... A good time. This movie is, is clearly yeah. just a good time. In fact, one reviewer at the time said the only criticism he had about it was the over-the-top violence, and gratuitous really? violence. Really? Or I believe he used the term gruesome. Well, at the time, at the time, this was fairly violent. Yeah, I'd say a dead George Kennedy in a tub. That's something else. Yeah. The 
bagged Coburn yeah. hogtied. Uh-huh. Okay. You yeah. didn't expect that. No, you did in not. A char- in a movie called Charade where yeah. everything's going along swimmingly at mm-hmm. a delightful pace. Yes, yes. You don't expect to see like, <gasps> mouth agape dead on the um, hotel floor. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, there it is. It was sexy as shit, but oh, you didn't I'm expect saying. it. That's this is you know. my design. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Noise. But Charade, the, across the board, everyone had such a distinct character they played so well. George Kennedy, uh, I tell you, when he stormed into the yeah. funeral, like, that's the way George it Kennedy just into the funeral, anything. Stabs Charles Lambert in the hand with a pin. Uh-huh. Realizes he's actually dead. Throws the pin in the in the coffin and walks out. Yeah. And then storms, storms out. out. Almost busts the doors off the hinges the getting Kool-Aid out of the man. joint. Yeah. <clears throat> Bam. Yeah. Holy shit. That's that's impressive. I mean, it, what's interesting is the the difference in personality from the three bad guys coming to the funeral. Yeah. Uh, so it starts out there at a funeral. It is Audrey Hepburn her friend, and the detective. And that's it. That's it. Then uh, this this sneezy jagoff comes in. No one knows his name because he's not one of them. Whatever. But he walks in and does the weirdest sneezing imaginable over the body. Yeah. Then Coburn walks in, takes out a mirror, holds it under his nose, sees nothing, then walks over and is like, ma'am, I was very sorry. Condolences, blah, blah, blah. Goes and sits down. Then George, then bull in a china shop just fucking charges his way through likable in a china shop and uh, doesn't stop, doesn't talk to anyone, just storms out. All three of those characters are pretty well encapsulated in that one shot. Coburn has a a cool to what he does. Well, because he's Coburn. James fucking Coburn. So yes, of course he does. Um, Kennedy, but the other guy is just sort of there. Mm -hmm. They go on to a lot of oddness happening in Paris, you know. Oh no, we're going to play a game at this restaurant where we pass the orange with our chins and, uh, yeah, I'm, things like that would I'm not, not saying... even occur. They may occur to a, scri- a screenwriter. Uh-huh. They may even show up in the script, but they would be cut out. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's just there. Yeah, that doesn't serve anything. No, nope. really, nope. except that shows he's a good sport mm-hmm. and uh, is charming her. Yeah, yeah. That's which is it. which is really important is in the important, scheme of but everything. It go there, yeah. on oh, that good long. lord, no! For that would sake, be so it much. It goes on and on with this fucking orange. Yeah, this movie is 113 minutes. Nowadays, they'd probably be able to knock it out in 90. Yeah, uh, just through through editing, just through editing alone. Yeah. I, most of that scene could be cut. Turn it into them at dinner. Audrey Hepburn notices something and goes and makes a phone call, mm. and then Coburn is fucking weird with matches. Yeah. That was yeah. That's wow. Weird. That's weird. Um, so the whole thing is around uh, her husband. Back when he was in the army, he and these other gentlemen stole uh, two hundred a quarter million dollars worth of Nazi gold, mm-hmm. buried it. Had you know? Oh, we were we were attacked. We didn't catch it. So after the we we don't we no longer have it. It was recaptured. After the war, we'll go dig it up. Bob's your uncle. We're all. A little bit better off. Um, Then he, of course, pulls the double cross. Blah, blah. Now, what's cool is how the the annoying as fuck little kid gives us all of the foreshadowing. And now I'm going to say, spoiler alert. Yes. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for a movie that came out 52 years ago. Right. Um, Charlie bought... 
three very rare stamps valued at $250,000 and put them on the envelope that is in his possession. The little annoying kid was like, if you go to America, you could send me an envelope. You could send me a letter and then I could have this stamp. Yes. Okay. Stamps. Great. Uh, They later then says, if you were to hide a treasure to him somewhere, if you were to hide a treasure, where would you hide it? And he would say, I would bury it in the garden. Because that's kind of what that, my, I sound more like an actual little boy than this kid does. (laughs) Bury it in the garden. And it turns out that the uh, uh, Jardin des Champs-Élysées mm. is where all of the stamp vendors are. Right. And so it all ties together into that. And I did like the stamp collector. Like I traded him the, the, you know, these stamps for all of these other things. And when they come back, like, uh, so these stamps, I'm not a thief. For a few hours, these belong to me. Right. That's all I need. What you are, sir, is a moron. Yeah. So now, congratulations. Hey. hey. I knew you would come. I wanted to see these stamps. Yeah. And I knew something was wrong. Yeah, this one here is the best. Yeah. What, whatever. Hearing someone Long talk about Long and short stamps. of it is, he's a kind-hearted old fucker who yeah. gives the stamps back to Audrey Hepburn. Right. We, okay, so. Let's be honest. Audrey Hepburn's like, ask you for anything, it's going to be hard to say no. Yeah. Nell Carter would have walked in and like, <laughs> I have no idea about <laughs> him. I don't I've know what. I've never seen this boy before. Get out of my gun! Get at the mess still. Stop. And you went right with Nell Carter. It's the first thing nice. that pops in my head. <laughs> not nice. me. I mean, I like Nell Carter. Yes. Who, who doesn't? But I am not a French stamp collector. <laughs> That's you know, true. those fuckers are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. We all know. Get out of my store! Give you a break. Yeah. Un break? No. No. Non break. What does this break mean? Um, but I do like the stamps that he traded the kid were worth 10 francs. Yeah. Which, okay, I'm sorry. You're not that good a guy. If I bring you something that's worth a quarter of a million dollars and your initial offer to me is 10 bucks. I immediately felt a remorse and yeah. regret for what I did for this subterfuge. <laughs> per- pardon, pardon. Oh, please. Monsieur, you're pissing on my shoe. <laughs> it's going to be a munch of situation. <laughs> Sorry, I hoodwinked this little bastard. The annoying little this shit. Annoying shit. Oh, my Why God. is he walking around in short shorts? The huh? shortest shorts. With his weenus hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> like high-waisted waist, high short shorts. He was like a, a long sweater. Yeah. He's like whatever. A, he was like a mid-80s basketball player. <laughs> what the fuck are you? Why, why is your son John Stockton? <laughs> I don't get it. Um, the, the, what's interesting is they didn't like like this thing does not scream of a budget because they, they weren't using crazy locations the majority of it took place in a really cheap apartment yeah the budget was 3 million yeah it which, made holy shit. 13.5 nice nice of course nowadays that would ugh, that's a failure <laughs> yeah 3 million in 1962 a lot yeah that is a lot uh, almost all of it went to the stars I'm, Certainly, I'm thinking, yeah, and cause, locations. Yeah, because they didn't use a lot of really glitzy locations. It's one of those movies that's set in Paris, and you're never in the area of the Eiffel Tower, right? Uh, you do get uh, Notre Dame. 
you do get the cock blockingest boat tour in history. I'm saying. Like, oh, we are coming to this area. Shut the lights off. We will spotlight young people kissing on the Look sides of making the Making out on the bank. Of lesson. What are you doing over there? <laughs> get your thumb out of the boot. <laughs> boot? You know what I mean. I know. Oh, you know. Audrey knows. All kinds of boots. Oh. <laughs> Call back. Oh. To a off-air joke. <coughs> You'll never hear it, people. No, no. Not unless you, you donate $50 on Patreon. <laughs> $50 to Patreon, and we'll tell you what the joke was. And then you go, wow. Wow, I just was, wasted $50. That's 50 bucks I wasted for that, and now I can't unhear it. I'll pay you 100 bucks to have not told me. Right. Oh, we're on to something mm. there. Um, <laughs> the, the dynamic, though, between the guys, how throughout the whole movie, you never really know who's who. Yeah. Uh, you know, don't know what's what. The one person that you think you know, it's funny because the minute you think back on it, it's like, oh, holy shit. Uh, Walter Matthau's character we are talking about here. You get this idea, oh, yeah, he's the one guy. He's with the CIA. This is the, mm-hmm. this, this is the guy we need. This, this is the man. And then when you think back on it, it's like, oh, when she walked into the empty office with no secretary and he was just in the back like, oh, come on in. Yeah. I've got liverwurst and chicken sandwiches and red wine. Yeah. Hmm. That's odd. Have you ever had a liverwurst sandwich? No. Have you ever had liverwurst? Yeah. Is it any good? Eh. 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 Not my favorite. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's one of those that's uh, so so odd. It is odd. Yeah. But it was easy to... In hindsight, so much of this movie is told in the perfect way because you watch it a second time and it's like, oh shit, it's all laid out there. All of the clues, all of the... Pe- it's like a really good Hitchcock movie. Yeah. Oh my God, every piece that you need yeah. is right there the you're whole set time. Out, you're set up, rather, to buy that Matthau is what he says he is. And you're set up to agree almost every step mm-hmm. that the different turns that Cary Grant's character takes... You buy that. Yeah. Each yeah. one. You're like, oh, well, of course he is. Yeah. Oh, well, of course he's that. Oh, well, yeah. of course he wasn't those other two things that I bought into immediately. Right. He's this for uh-huh. sure. For sure this. Yeah, absolutely. And no. Mm-hmm. Nope. And that's pretty genius. It really because is. Because you just want him to be the good guy. Yeah. You can't wrap your head around him being the heel. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Even though at one point you are like, okay, well, he's the bad guy. How are we going to get out of this? Yeah, and you're engaged. Yeah, there's no real way around him being the bad guy. Right. Um, but it's great because it does go into the fact that the whole thing is a giant charade. Mm-hmm. You know, it is all all of it. You don't know who's who. You don't know what's what. How does this... And I like the, uh, um, the, the statement that he made where he goes, the government's going after it. It's $250,000. Yeah. And they spend more money than that on, on nothing. Yeah, on bookkeeping. Yeah, yeah. it's. I guess mean, think about it today. Two million dollars. That's shit. That when you when people, if it's the party that you like, whose chart because that's where we are now at with American politics. If it's the party that you like that is accused of wasting two million dollars, the response tends to be, "Oh, well, it's just two million dollars." Right. Right. Think about that. Two million dollars means nothing. 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 Nothing to Nothing. the government at any point in time. So yeah, what right, the you shit? Rabbit round that it's the uh, tax collecting wing and or one of their surrogates in the government that's after it. Like oh oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. they would be concerned about two million dollars uh-huh. of their money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that because you know that's what they do. It adds up, right? 
Yep. A lot of those agents running around collecting two million dollars hither and thither and yawn. Yeah, that's what they. That's that's why they're there. Right. That's why they're there. And if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for them, this country would descend into anarchy. <laughs> anarchy, I tell you. Anarchy. Complete and utter anarchy. Anarchy. It's necessary, Clarkson. Thank you, Cary Grant. Yeah. For all you do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You are a. You are. You're the true patriot. Hear me. Uh. No, it's. This is like—is it very Hitchcockian? Because there is the the money is the ultimate MacGuffin in this. Because you don't really care about the money. No, it's the object that's there to, you know. In North by Northwest, it was microfilm. In uh, you know, all of his movies have one of you know that thing, and that's not what matters. And throughout this movie, yeah, you are looking at the money because they all keep talking about it. But ultimately, if the bad guys get got and the money doesn't get found, you're okay with it. Yeah. I mean, because... You the just end, want her to be okay. Yeah. At the end, you don't know what happens to that money. I mean, what? It goes to the government. Okay. It was, it was money that the government stole during the war. Yeah. That is quite explicitly stated. We stole this money during the war. Okay. That's ours. Yeah, so now it's all that fair and square. Yeah, that's how the government works. We pretty much we own everything. It's ours. It's ours. Yeah, so it's great. It really is. It really genuinely is. <sighs> so yeah, th- this is just one of those movies that is so like wonderfully engaging. It is. It really pulls you in. You're, it's interesting. There were so many um, tags attached to this film. And no one could really pin it down. Right. It's a comedy. It's a thriller. Uh-huh. It's a mystery. It's a whodunit. Mm-hmm. A little less on the whodunit, in my right. opinion. Yeah. But whatever. A caper, uh-huh. to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these things you can't really... It's a scattershot of all these tags. Yeah. But even now, mm-hmm. you know, made in 1963, I've never seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's more entertaining than half the things I've watched on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. everything is... Well, it's well cast. Uh huh. Yes. Number number one. Uh huh. Um, well shot, well written. Aside from a couple of things you could cut down, there was nothing really you can cut out. Right. Necessarily. Um, and it moves along in a pretty steady clip. Yeah. There's n- not a whole lot of fat in this. Not at all. And it's incredibly engaging, as mm-hmm. you say. Tightly executed. Yeah. Just... And it ends just as how you want it to end. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. that's lovely. You yeah. see people walking in the theater going, that was a good time. That was a wonderful night. That was a and, good evening. And Hollywood the has done its job. Yes. Uh-huh. With that. That's what this movie feels like. Yeah. And you could, you could play it over and over again, it would have the same effect. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing that people oft forget is, I always get into it with people, it's like, well, I was just entertained and that's all that matters. Like, yes, it is, but I'm looking for one that, that entertains to a point where it's like, I, I'd like to see that again. That, like that's to well, me. That's that, where it's really at. Yeah, that's that's where it really lands. Because <clears throat> if you want to go and pay money again to sit yeah. in the theater, uh-huh. potentially when yeah. this first came out, you really won. That's a big yeah. fucking deal. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, people n- want to see Pretty Woman, but they want to see Pretty Woman. Not that this movie is the uh, oh, enjoyment no. equivalent, not by a damn sight, but Mm-mm. it had that effect. Titanic yeah. had that effect. Yes. For some reason. Yeah, for some reason, Titanic and Avatar. Mm, I don't know why I've been wanting to see it a billion times. Not me. Yeah. Uh, but fuck me. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. It, it had that ability to bring people in multiple mm-hmm. times. Well, and what's interesting is like Titanic, there are folks, my niece loves it. 
because you know she's 11. Right. It is perfectly designed for her. Mm-hmm. When it first came out, that was one that I remember seeing it on opening day because mm-hmm. uh, it came out the same day as one of the Bond movies. I think it was uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh, me and uh, my old roommate Dave and Smiley Shipman went and saw um, both of them. And we walked out of Titanic like, wow, that was, damn. Because it's so overwhelming the first time you see oh, it. That's, that's Cameron. Just like, holy shit, that was a really good movie. That was fucking amazing. And slowly for some folks, cracks. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I see what I'm, I sure. got this. But it's that's one that is impossible to describe to people who weren't th- who weren't around at the time. There was a thing oh, that yeah. they did it was on everywhere. Yeah, God they, is omnipresent, and everything about it was omnipresent. Yeah, not just the movie, right? The music, uh-huh. the actors mm-hmm. were skyrocketed. Yeah, <clears throat> that were already famous to begin with. Yes, yeah, well, it was huge. It, it's also one that like like Saturday Night Live did a sketch at the time that was set in a movie theater, and it was a. Uh, like one of those multi, you know, 18 screen theaters and they had the sign with all the movies and it was just Titanic, 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 Titanic and then like one other movie. So, it's, <laughs> And that's not a terribly large exaggeration. No. Um, it's going to be like, it's going to be like that when new Star Wars comes out. Have you heard about the contract they have with the IMAX and large format no. company? <laughs> one month exclusive. Oh my God. The only film that will be shown in the large format IMAX and IMAX theaters, Star Wars. The only non-like museum movie will wow. be Star Yeah. Holy shit. It's just, it's just raining Rolls Royces. It really is. It really is. And this is going to be one where the fact that it is so far away from what the prequels were, it's going to kill. Oh, it is going to make so much money. So much. Um, Please don't shit the bed on oh, this one, yeah. guys. You got to know. They have to know. They yeah. have to know, right? Yeah. Right? They ha- right? The- theoretically, yes. Theoretically. <sighs> but, like, it's weird. This is one that I can see. Uh, Charade is one of those movies that I can see having a more realistic version of that effect where it's like, yeah, I'm going to go watch it. And, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll go check it out again. You know, it's a movie that I could see if I was single and going out on dates, and I knew, mm-hmm. you know, I could see taking more than one date to it. Oh, certainly. Like I did with uh, Swingers back when I was in college. I took like three girls to see that, and they loved it. I yeah. knew how to knew what I was doing with that shit. Uh, I took girls to Swingers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that's Adobe. Hell yeah. Same here. Mm-hmm. Same here. A good sir. chance for you sitting in the same theater. Yeah. Very good chance. <laughs> Very better than average, actually. Yeah. You know, the number of times I went, pfft, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that, and it's weird because, <clears throat> I mean, back then movie releases were so different. It was not national releases. It was shit mm. that kind of yeah. floated around, and movies lasted longer, and prints shifted from theater to theater. And if this were re-released in the theater, it'd be an mm. excellent date movie. And I say re-release because I don't see how they will m- remake this thing and come anywhere near to its. Charm, yeah, because that's yeah. all that kept coming up in in my head watching it. Was, uh-huh. It's just charming, yeah. <clears throat> but part of its charm is because it's of its time, exactly. And exactly. If you try to remake this thing, the comedy would be broader and uh-huh. feel out of place. The yes. the acting would feel well. The the people that were cast in it, just by the nature of who they are as mm-hmm. as the actors, they wouldn't have the same feel. It just wouldn't wouldn't work out or they yeah. try to go dark with it like or darker with that remake yeah sl- loose remake whatever the, uh-huh. the truth about charlie right um 
I remember the trailer for The Truth About Charlie. It uh-huh. was very dark. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, darker, certainly. Anything, oh, God, yes. Even approaching this mm-hmm. next to Cobra being, you know, dead in a sack. Right. <clears throat> uh, it felt like something that you wanna, you'd have to take time and pay attention to because there's a lot of twists and turns. Right. What's happening here? I think Jonathan Demme directed it. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so you from the director of Silence of the Lambs. Well, you say that, and now I've got this. Yes. And you, if you you've... haven't seen Charade, you're already thinking, well. Oh well, this is well, going to be intense. Be some, something intense. There's nothing intense. No. About Charade. Not even. Sl- and they're they're. Even though there are intense situations and yeah. intense results. Yeah. But even that, I can see why that original reviewer is like, why the fuck are we seeing? Yeah, this is. Bound and gagged James Coburn dead on the floor. Yeah, this is not the movie I was expecting. This is not what I expect of a film. Right. And I don't see, I just don't see a remake doing anything except. No, not at all. Not at all. I I hate the new IMDb app. I'm trying to find it because there's, I'm looking for movie connections because I want to, because that's, oh, there we go. More movies like this, connections. I want to see if I can find that remade as. Kono Meg, Kok Kono Meg, holy shit! Uh, somebody killed. Me. No, no, no. Don't drop that duck. Oh. Don't drop that duck. Actually, the 1978 remake you were talking about with Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Jeff Bridges, Farrah Fawcett, John Glover. Wow. Yeah. I'm looking for another name I recognize, and I can't find one. The title of it. Somebody killed her husband. Oh, uh, that's the worst fucking name. <laughs> I like. Holy shit! Are uh, we serious? Wow. Are we fucking for real here? Um, Farrah Fawcett. No, that is not the right choice for her at all. No. Farrah Fawcett is too was in 1978 too undeniably sexy. Yeah, to play that Bridges. Uh, okay, maybe. But uh, no, just no, no, no. Somebody killed her husband. Are you shitting me? Right. Yeah. That. What the hell were you thinking with that title? Um. Yeah. The thoughts of a remake the for was it. Called it's the stamps. It's the stamps. Yeah. The secret is <laughs> stamps. Stamps. <laughs> It's brought to you by sta- brought to you by stamps.com. Right. It is Stamps yeah, the now, movie. Now you're talking. Yeah, the movie is just called It's the Stamps Stupid. Yeah. And the Stamps actually killed her husband. Mm-hmm. Never saw it coming. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I, putting those on the poster, it's I That's what I mean. <laughs> you just can't, I'm just wrapping my head around that. the idea of that where it's you know that is a battle lost with the studio. Oh no, we need to have this. But do we? I don't know. But do we? Although that is probably one of those where that's the new DVD cover because nowadays DVD covers have to yeah. ruin everything yeah. or just be so weird. Like a basketball. When that first came out, I goddamn loved that movie. It sure. killed it for me. And the cover of it was just the two guys saying they're holding the balls. Like, oh, look, our giant testicles, wah, wah, wah. 
And like the re the, the DVD one, they like added Jenny McCarthy onto the cover because oh we're we're selling this with this. It yeah. also has sexy ass Robert Vaughn. Yeah. Huh? Mm, that's what I like. That's the moneymaker. That is. Robert Vaughn. Mm-hmm. My lobby could use a good buffing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. Oh. That's every day of my life. Yeah. That reaction. Uh, <sighs> yep. <sighs> That oh is that is my life as well. Yeah, I can only imagine. Oh, I have a class with 28 students in it, and thus far this year, those students have accounted for 18 office referrals. Sweet. Four weeks in. Sweet. Yeah. So you get the, ah, oh, as their students, and I get to see them uh-huh. out in the fields. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that in particular. But... Yeah, this is a kind of movie where the, the, the slower pacing and the, the, the nice development of that romantic relationship that starts off with her just flirting the hell out of him. I mean, yeah, you, from, get, you uh, get time to fall in love with the characters. Exactly. Or as close as you can. Yeah, yeah. Or like them or like them together. And they uh-huh. get to, you know, these two charming people. Right. They get to charm you as the audience. Well, there's too and much given time to get that develop a little thing. Nowadays, it's like almost taken for granted that we're going to put this person in the lead, and you'll like it, and you're going to like them immediately. You like them. Okay, he's going to be played by Tom Cruise. Yeah, and she's going to be played by Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Yeah, there you go. Because uh, that movie comes out, and no one liked it. Yeah. Night and day, nobody yeah. liked so that. At least they're on. Will play the Audrey Hepburn part. Yeah. Yeah, and it will. You f- like them, right? Uh-huh. You like these things, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the equivalent of taking two dogs you live with and saying, "Kiss each other." You yeah. like this? You you enjoy each other's company. Come on, hug. It's an awkward setup. Uh, it's it's like when you're in college and someone's like, "Well, hey, I know this guy from high school, and he likes whatever." You like that too, right? I'll set you guys up. We found the most surface connection we can. To put you two together. Should be love. And it should, yeah. You'll just fall. And yet, for some reason, in a lot of movies, people just accept it. Because, yeah. the, you know, hey, well, what else? You know, come on. Like, don't, you're thinking too much about it. Well, no, yeah, fine. It's entertaining for one shot, but that's all it is. And, and if that's all it's aiming to be, fine. Yeah. But wouldn't it be cool to see one that you could then 10 years later be like, oh, shit, remember that? Let's that was watch a good it. time. 55 years later, this yeah. movie still works. As you mentioned saying um, you saw the, the truth about Charlie and don't remember it. Uh-huh. Or even Titanic, and you all, you all walked out going, that was a good movie. And then, uh-huh. you know, about two or three, three days later, mm, yeah. I don't know if we're going back know. to that. Yeah. Well, you get them once, mm-hmm. good for you. Yeah. yeah. But if it wears off, the spirit wears off, and they realize that wasn't as that good wasn't as I thought it was, good. Yeah. then you just lost that return ticket. Right. If something is solidly... Good enough to get people to come back multiple times. Uh-huh. That is the match. Right, right. That is the Well, match. it was like um, the two that I remember most when they came out were... Uh, it's like Reign of Fire. Yeah. You want to see that a thousand times. <laughs> well, it, it's like Battlefield <laughs> Earth and Mission Impossible 2 right. were both ones that were so aggressively bad that I walked out of the theater like, I can't believe it. I had to have liked that. I didn't get snookered here. Yeah, I had to have enjoyed that film because yeah. the only other explanation is that something can genuinely be that bad. Yeah. And I just, I don't want to believe that. Same thing with League Extraordinary Gentlemen for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I spent half the movie 
I'm like, no, yeah, like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. Finally, you know, about three quarters of the way through, I'm just like the kid from uh, um, uh, Clockwork Orange with my eyes peeled off. Right. Like, no, no, everything's fine. Oh, Christ, it's, it's terrible. This it's is terrible. a great line from, there was an Onion article that was uh, with woman uh, woman's date, uh, f- date's flaws are coming at woman faster than she can rationalize them. <laughs> right. And that's what we're at with this. It's, oh, God. And it's hilarious because at the end of it, it goes through, despite of all, in spite of all that, you know, she'll probably go out with him again to give it a try. He, however, wasn't interested in going out with her because she's a little bit taller than he is, and he's just not interested in that. Um, but it's one of those things with this, there's no flaws in it. If I were no, for, no, no. forced to search for some, I... Couldn't really, no, it's, it's, the only thing I could say, it's very much of its time. It's very dated. But other than that, there's nothing to rationalize in this. And it's one of those where I think with Battlefield Earth and Mission Impossible 2, I say those because I remember seeing them right around the same time. Mm. Uh, Both of those were ones where what was wrong with them came at me in such a flood that it was like, I, good Lord. It it tripped the breaker in me where I was like, no, it has to be good. They have to be good because of... Look at all the time and money and people working yeah. on this project. Yes. This, this, my God. My God, that film certainly looked expensive. <laughs> right. That's the right. best compliment I can pay it is, wow, you mm. certainly spent a large amount of money on this film. Wow. And I should appreciate this, the amount of cash. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. This was, this was a money-nami, just a, ca- a, a cash tsunami, a cash-nami mm-hmm. on this thing. But... It, the simplicity of this movie, like I said, a majority of it takes place in a cheap Parisian hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap! What, what you, like, it, it is all very obviously sets. Yeah. Uh, except maybe the lobby, but even the elevator yeah, because of the way the camera moved down no, with no. it. Uh, yeah. This is this is it's charming, and that's the only way to describe it because we don't get many movies nowadays that you can honestly describe as just being charming films because I mean that's if anything you know it's not a real Hitchcock obviously right it isn't but uh, because it's a little too light yeah yeah it's too because even Hitchcock even in his most charming characters you know Cary Grant North by Northwest yeah there's a lot of charm going on in there oh yeah because he's so oh "Oh, good lord what is Mm -hmm. this hey hey Mm -hmm. what am I what situation is ridiculous you know you won't be satisfied with my performance until I play dead right your very next role I'm sure you'll be quite (laughs) all that but there's dread in the background oh yeah Uh no no we're gonna kill you yeah and even though there's a body count Uh in charade Mm -hmm. legitimate body count yeah you uh it always kind of comes out of like left field yeah because everything's so there is no sort of Damocles hanging over all of them. No, you're like, in, oh well, he's going to die. I kind of figured. Yeah, North oh, well. North by it's you got to stay away because otherwise you're going to be dead. In charade, it's my goodness, they oh they See, killed those people. Opened that man's throat up in the lift. Yes, that. Oh my, I didn't that expect was that. Quite surprising. Right. All of these men dying in pajamas. Hmm. And even that's a joke. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But you never at any time felt that Audrey Hepburn's life was in danger. No, no. Uh, you never felt like even even when things got weird with Coburn and with George Kennedy, you never really felt like they were aiming to kill her. Right. You know, they wanted their money. They're going to go wait with, you know, like in all the Hitchcock stuff, you always knew this motherfucker is going to die if it doesn't work. <laughs> right. Mm. Like we are looking at a dead man. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And then it really, because there's the payoff is, we may, we may not get the money, but we still want to kill you. Yeah. Whereas this one really doesn't. Yeah, the money goes away. At it's all like if they kill her. Yeah, if the money goes away. It's like, eh, all right. Right. Well, I guess we'll just uh, go home then. Right. right. <laughs> See you back home. Why the shit not? Hmm. It's it, it's something that is lacking nowadays. I think it is a simpler story. Yeah, there's not exact. It's like you know some. Academy Award-winning film, mm-hmm. then or now, it's not one of those things. No, it's just uh-uh. a solid, yeah. entertaining, well-done film yeah. that deserves its place in the Criterion, right yeah. next to Armageddon and right, the Rock. Right next to Armageddon and the Rock, yeah. it's uh, it, And what's funny is it's so much of its time that, at the end, uh, put my name on a marriage license. Like, a marriage? Marriage? Because yeah. like, uh, this was at the time <laughs> yeah. where to even hint right. that they're going to, you know, right. bone... <laughs> They have to be married. Marriage license, but I can touch your weakness. <laughs> my goodness. My goodness. It means we can end this charade. No. And finally Char- get down to business. <laughs> charade meaning that I've been wanting to have sex with you this entire time. Mm-hmm. I just had sex. Woo! Yes. Exactly. Yeah. That is, uh, that's really. Essentially the longest first date in history. Yes. Basically, yes. Uh Really solid film that is, like we said, ultimately very charming. Uses the locations in Paris beautifully. Um, Just top to bottom, stem to stern, a very engaging film. That is, uh, of the ones we've watched, this is the easiest one for you guys to see because, like we said, yeah. public fucking domain. domain. Yeah. The entire thing could have been played on this episode. Nothing could be done. <laughs> we yeah. literally could record a video of us watching it. It's true. Commenting on it. Totes okay. Totes okay. <laughs> Totes. So are we ready to, yeah, to wrap up? Ready. Okay, just the quick announcement so that you will know. Next week, we get into a... Small budget movie from Houston, Texas. Fucking Rushmore. Nice. I have been looking forward to this for a while. So we are doing Rushmore next week, which is Criterion Spine number 65. And uh, that sort of hits the end of this show. Thank you all for listening. And, uh, well, we've already run through all of our stuff. Thefilmthugs at gmail.com. Thugquestions at gmail.com. That way we can, uh, we won't know what the questions are until we're answering them on the show. Twitter, Facebook, go to www.thefilmthugs.com, go to uh, patreon.com, check us out there, go through our website to hit up uh, Amazon to buy stuff. Uh, send questions into Life Masters. Send questions to Life We will do another Life Masters. We'll, well, I've got a bunch of them recorded. Right. I just need to put them out. Uh, fuck. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Anything else? George Kennedy fought like Captain Kirk.